Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to this Speaking from Our Hearts podcast episode where today I'm joined by the Love Alchemists, a.k.a. Baz and Priska. Guys, very, very warm welcome to you. Thank, Thank you, you very much, so Paul. Thank you so much for so having great, us. Yeah, so yeah. great to be back again. <laughs> great stuff. Um, interesting title when we spoke off here, guys. How to yeah. not kill your spouse when being with them 24-7. <laughs> goodness oh my goodness yeah it's it's a very um burning topic right now i think and um like so many relationships are really being tested in a hard way right now um by being under quarantine being together 24 7 having to work together or being with the kids together 24 7 it's just a challenging time for many people out there Mm. I was uh, normally at this very early juncture um, in, a, in a conversation, I always ask the, the question, why is it important? But I think the title on this one kind of speaks for itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the reason why it's important, because we don't want, want any casualties coming no. from uh, like these kind of reasons, you know, like relationship troubles. Yeah, we already had quite some uh, people in relationship also next to singles, but mostly also from people in relationship that really reached out to us. How do you do that? What can we do? Yeah. So it's really, uh, it's really a burning topic uh, yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And we also, I mean, like we're also in a relationship like 24 seven together. So um, we also know what we're talking about and we also had our struggles. So <laughs> <laughs> we lived that stuff. We lived that stuff. It's so important. I mean, let's just for one moment, guys, take it away from the couple's dynamic and look at it as as, as uh, in, in the respect of being an individual. You know, it's so important for our growth, isn't it, to have that space to grow in. And, mm. um, you know, without, you know, you know, depending on what our relationship with ourself is, I mean, that alone can be quite difficult at times, especially with this constant mind chatter that we have and, you know, the ego chipping away at us and undermining us and telling us we're not good enough and, and all this kind of stuff. And that's even without anybody else contributing, isn't it? Absolutely. That's very true, very true. Yes. Like I, I, I also... Like last week, we had the kids also, so we were 24-7 with the four of us plus two dogs. Um, and I really, really needed the time to um, also withdraw at times, go into my room and really go within and really feel into, okay, what's happening there? And how can I use this to um, show up like, like, like the guy that I am? And, and it's also really about battling certain things in yourself mm. certain dynamics that that pop up um mm. and it's really an interesting time also what you say to to look individually for everything that comes up and, mm. and how you want to deal with that 100 because of course also we have so many singles out there also because we do work with singles 
and they're struggling majorly because there's no, you know, you cannot run away anymore. You really have to be with yourself, looking, looking at the relationship that you already have created with yourself. And if you didn't spend too much energy uh, there and, and didn't work on that relationship, it can be really brutal to be yeah confronted with yourself 24 7 right now with any distract without any distraction mm -hmm. and as you said like when then you add somebody else to the mix like your partner mirroring back all your triggers all the wounds that you didn't look at yeah man then you're having the party <laughs> and um, that's what we want to talk about today yeah. Do you think people are becoming more aware? I mean, let's focus on that singles uh, angle there that you alluded to, Priska. Do you think people generally are becoming more aware of, um, you know, you know, in a former life, dare I say, in the old days, in the uh, what, what's the current phrase? Back in the day, oh boy, do I no. not like that phrase? Do I not like that phrase? Um, but yeah, sort of in the old days, it's like you just got on with things, didn't you? And and you know, as we've become. Uh, more more aware, more self-aware, you know, people, you know, is that a good thing? I mean, you know, certainly people on the path, dare I say, like us, we would say, yes, it is. But I'm playing devil's advocate here, guys, and saying, well, actually, is it? Is there a case for saying ignorance is bliss? I kind of already know the answer to that or feel as if I know the answer, but I'm interested in your two guys' take upon that, you know, um, well, ignorance is bliss. What What's your thoughts around that saying, that cliche? Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one because um, there have been surveys done, um, and I don't want to generalize here, of course, but there have been surveys done to uh, 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 examine if people, for example, who are not very self-aware, who are just taking things, who are coasting along, if they would be happier than people who uh, would be much in their heads, much in their hearts, uh, really uh, were like the processors of everything. And uh, the result was, for me, kind of obvious, but also kind of, wow, really? I was kind of flabbergasted that the people who are not so self-aware actually are perceived as more happy than people who like to grow, who, do, mm. who like to do the self-development. And for me, that's also logical because when you start doing that, what Prisca already said, then the whole trigger shit comes up and the shadows and you really have to deal with them because once you opened it, of course, you can bypass it and push it away. But once you opened it, you have to look it in the eye and you have to somehow dance with it and move with it and, and, and work on it. Um, so self or ignorance is bliss. Yeah, I, I believe up to a certain point, it can be bliss. Yeah. It would definitely not be my uh, cup of tea because I really love to dance with my light and with my shadows. Um, but this, yeah, this is actually, if you look at it from a scientific uh, uh, way, like the surface said that ignorance actually is bliss. <laughs> yeah, until something like Corona hits yeah. or, you you know, like you're in a special, yeah, you, I, I really believe one at one point in your life, you're going to be confronted with all that stuff. And, and when you, when you haven't done any work and, and, and haven't looked at anything, it just, it's just painful. It's just really, really painful. And, um, we, we don't have to let it come so far. That's what I think. You know, when I when I left Switzerland to live in the Netherlands, I lived for one and a half years in my personal quarantine because I didn't know anyone. 
And I was so glad that I have looked at myself before that I was not just, it was just really me. I didn't even speak the language, you know, I was really just me and my dog. And um, I was so grateful that I had the tools, you know, to be with myself and to love myself and to be okay with everything that was coming up. And I really think this is why it's so important to like already when things are not like hitting, when shit is not hitting the fan and we are still already are looking at the things that are, are within, you know? So yet it, it can be blissful until a moment and then it hits you in the face and then it's not going to be funny anymore. Yeah. And not blissful. <laughs> That's what I believe. If I can just be allowed to share, guys, obviously I asked the question and uh, I did sort of uh, say that, you know, I have a, a take on that, a very definite one, and I've shared it on more than one occasion with listeners. But my take upon that is ignorance isn't bliss. Ignorance is ignorance and bliss is bliss. Yeah. Two, as two separate things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, because the thing is this, like when you don't look at yourself, you're just hiding and you're running constantly from something. And this cannot be happiness. It cannot be, it cannot be free. You will never be free when you're not standing there in fire with yourself and looking at these things. True freedom, true bliss can only be found by facing things and be really okay with who you are right now and not who you want to be when you're kind of perfect or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe an interesting, just before we get back onto the uh, the excellent title of how not to kill your spouse when being with them 24-7, maybe if I could just share this as well, the way I look at that uh, work, that time, that inner work, call it what you will, we have two choices when we uh, when we live on this planet. We have to pay life's banker. You know, life's banker will be paid one way or another. But we've got two payment methods. So one of them is we can pay. Oh, I'll pay you in one lump sum when the proverbial it's the fan. And that's called what I suppose what we've just referred to as ignorance. Oh, that rainy day will never come. You know, life's good. I live, I live, you know, I'm all right. Look after number one, blah, blah, blah. So there's that kind of, and then when life comes along and sort of uproots us, you know, through a relationship breakup or losing a job or or what, or a death, it's like, wow, I call it uprooting the oak tree because the oak tree has is it's just gone completely. You know, life storms have uprooted it and it's gone. It stood there very solid for years, but that one kind of powerful storm's enough to uproot it and kill it. And So the other way is to be like a willow, keep bending and keep paying, keep paying life's banker. Okay, there's another deposit called inner work. There's another deposit called inner work. There's some more, there's some more, there's some more. And rather than that oak tree that, you know, is gone when life's challenges uh, uprooters, it doesn't. It might be blown to the ground, but when that storm's over, it'll simply return Back yeah, to its yeah, original yeah. state. Yeah, it's a very that. beautiful metaphor. Yeah, and and uh, uh, um, if I look at myself, for example, um, I have been an oak tree for a very long time. Um, and back in 2010, uh, I was diagnosed with cancer, and which was a very big thing in my life. And I really needed this incredible crushing experience to become the willow, um, because otherwise. I would never, well, never, never say never, because I, of course, do not know what would have happened if I would not have this diagnose. But this diagnose really helped me to start doing things for me, start looking at myself, at my shadows, at my pains, at my suppressed things, um, and really started to do the self-work. 
and, and, and slowly turning into this willow. Yeah. So yes, it's true. Um, the willow, the way of the willow is, um, is a much healthier way. And still, I believe that some people who are an oak do need something like Corona or sickness or unemployment or uh, uh, losing your house to become a willow. Like most people do, because yeah. like when it's just comfy, we just stay there, right? We need yeah. the crisis. It's why crises are such a big chance for everybody to, to, grow. to grow. Yeah, because then we need to go out of the comfort zone and that's where all the magic happens, right? Mm. The um, it's interesting. I'm starting to engage in a lot of conversations now around obviously what's very very prominent at this moment in time of this recording of this conversation around coronavirus and almost to a person, you know, the theme and the message is, you know, some great good can come out of this, notwithstanding, you know, giving the respect and the compassion and the empathy and the understanding to people that are actually losing loved ones. So, you know, we're certainly yeah. not glossing over, but at the same time saying, you know, out of this real, real devastating tra travesty can come some good. Definitely, yes. definitely. Yes. I already see it, like... If you look at the environment, it already blossoms up. And if you see at um, solidarity amongst people, like what people do in these times for each other, the, the length they go to help each other, it's really heartwarming to see mm -hmm. all the new initiatives that really pop pop up and and grow. So I really see the, the fear and the love going hand in hand. And that's a beautiful yeah. dynamics to, to follow. Absolutely. And it's also not about being arrogant. Just because we've done some work before, you know, that doesn't mean that we've finished. We've never finished. We always have to pay these little, you know, <laughs> as you call, what did you call it, deposits. Yep. You know, deposits. like, yeah. yeah, we always pay these. So we, we're all on this journey together. And the beautiful thing about Corona is, or the beautiful part of Corona is it's so un, 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 unifying, yeah. un, uniting. That's the word like you know we're all in this together no matter if you're rich or poor or you know like we're all in this together and um that's the beauty of it i think it's not like it's happening over there you know uh it's really it's here and it's there and it's everywhere yeah i think what um you know uh, what's interesting about about listening to this for me not just with yourself guys but with so many people is how this as you say people kind of rally around they you know they join forces against this external enemy you know oh, yeah. in those ranks they pull together but when that enemy within you know such as our mind is you know if we can get get that same spirit and, yeah. and and carry that forward with ourselves when this blows over, you know, be that a month, six months, who knows what that time scale is. But that came, same kind of vigilance, that same kind of compassion, drive, commitment that we're showing mm. to fight this enemy outside called coronavirus. If we can embrace that spirit and then bring it back to ourselves when it's all settled down and fight that enemy within called, you know, the inner critic, uh, you know, mind chatter, call it what you will. This constant nagging of, you know, being our own worst enemy. That, as I say, we're not loved, we're not good enough, and and all this self-defeating garbage that we feed ourselves. But um, maybe that's another podcast, guys, for another another time. 
Yeah. Yeah, but it's I think it's playing also in, into our into our topic because I also think you know we don't have to treat these voices as our enemies because they're here for some reason and they have they want to protect us in some way even if they're very nasty and if we get to talk to them you know like also for example when we're in a fight with our spouse or our partner and they're triggering something it's not that I've married the devil it's about that okay what what exactly is he like what kind of old wound is he is he um, tapping on or is he reaching so that I actually get the chance to look at it, to heal that part within me. And, and so this, this whole trigger fest that can happen when you're together more or you're more stressed is also a big chance to, to heal more things within you if you see it as such and you don't just all put it into external, you know, he's the bad thing yeah. or, you know, like he did that to me. But if we see, okay, why do I react that way? What's the pain beneath that? So it's a big chance for us to uncover all these things Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So back onto the mainstream focus then, guys, of how not to kill your spouse. Right. So, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, we, we've got there eventually. <laughs> we've had a very interesting kind <laughs> of uh, warm up on the dance floor, I think is a good way to put it. So let's start dancing now. So... What you know, lead us in on this, guys. You know, let, let's really kind of get to the heart of the matter here. How, what, what is it we can do? What is it what we can do? Well, we can do several things. Um, the first thing that we can do is, and uh, this is a very difficult one, and it really needs a lot of compassion and maturity, is to keep seeing the other person through your own pain and. Even I know this by heart. This is what I teach. And I'm not always there myself. So it's really, really, really a very hard thing to do. Whenever uh, something happens, especially when you are 24-7 together, you get more triggered. And you have to be aware that um, your partner will probably be get triggered more because of the, the, the situation that we are all in now. Um, and it's case to be compassionate about that also because you know of yourself that you might get triggered too. So the amount of being more annoyed, being more triggered, being more irated will be there. Mm. And it's already good to, to uh, have the emphasis on that. Yeah. It's a new situation, right? It's a total new situation. There's other fears coming up. There's more stress in the system. So if you already know that, um, you're better prepared so that you don't think, oh my goodness, why is he now reacting so strangely? This is not how he normally does. Or, you know, that you just know, okay, like I'm in a different position right now and he too, um, or she. And um, how can we be more compassionate with ourselves, more compassionate with, with the other and really show up as a team? Yeah. Like, no, okay, we're on the same team. We have the same goal here. How can we, how can we make that work? Already with this intention, going with this intention into this time is a game changer because otherwise we just constantly expect things from the other and think, oh, why is it so different? But if we know this, if we know that already, things can be different. So Bas already said we need like just gallons of compassion and self-forgiveness, instant self-forgiveness, a jar of instant self-forgiveness that you can open and pour <laughs> over yourself when shit happens. And to just know that this... Um, this uh, this time is really also here for for you guys to get to know each other in a different whole different way because when are we ever together twenty four seven maybe in a holiday but that's it and then we're in this holiday spirit right but um, 
to really be together in everyday life, to get to know your partner in a different way, to get yourself, to get to know yourself in a different way. That's such a big chance if we can take it, if we can use it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Interesting what you, what you said there, Prisca, about keeps, uh, sorry, Baz, uh, keep seeing the other through your own pain. That, it's that That's a question of empathy, isn't it? And, and I love what you said, the, you know, the, the honesty, the rawness of, but you know what, guys, at times that's not easy. You know, we're not sugarcoating any of this, are we? No. We're not saying, no. you know, there's a magic pill and the, you know, the magic fairy will come down with her wand and we'll all, you know, Prince Charming will come by on his white horse and, you know, we'll all live happily ever after. You know, this is real, isn't it? And this is raw. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And it's also important to, because lots of time when people, what you, what you also said, Paul, uh, fighting the enemy, the enemy outside there, um, lots of people, uh, lots of time people fight against something. And I really think it's so important, especially in this kind of, of, of situations and times, is that you try to shift it into fighting for something. Mm. Because are together in 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 isol some sort of isolation or quarantine right now and instead of fighting against the virus against the getting irritated by your spouse try to fight for something try to fight for creating an atmosphere where everything can be them everybody can be themselves where everything can be said mm -hmm. without major conflicts major uh, scream fests and mm. i know this is a hard thing what you say and, and we also should not sugarcoat it but really by by showing this compassion and really uh carving into our minds and into our hearts that we are fighting for something yeah. as a team this is really a very major shift that you have to have to have to create mm. and it's also i think it's also about you know really getting curious because I mean, like when somebody gets angry, anger is always a secondary emotion. Mm. Underneath, it's always pain. It's always pain. If a person who's very angry, there's a lot of pain underneath that anger. Yeah. And when we get curious, if we can stop a minute, and like we, we also do have fights. Like Boss and I were, we're like this super Italian couple. Like I mean, like we gave our neighbors a show last last, last week once. It was amazing. <laughs> 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 but the good thing is we can catch ourselves, you know, and I feel I'm very angry. And I said, okay, what is this actually about? And then I can turn things around and ask boss, okay, boss, what, what are you actually feeling? What is happening right now? What is this about? What is this? What do you really feel? And then he can open up about that. And then I can also get to my core. What is this actually about this fight? You know, it's not about, it's not about the homeschooling thing. If he now sent me the email or not. You know, for example, we had this this example that I felt left out. That was my thing. I felt left out from the whole family system because I'm the stepmom, he's the biological dad. And this old pain got triggered of I'm not belonging. So if you can turn around this, oh, he again did not inform me or whatever, but to turn it around and see, oh, okay, there's a pain of I don't belong. And and how can you how can he help me to make me feel more belonging? For example, send me the emails that you get so that I know what is happening in this homeschooling thing. So that we're really a team. Um, and, and this is crucial that we get curious about what is actually happening beyond the, or be, below or under the, the, the obvious, you know, when we're freaking out. Yeah. Just um, let's park that for a moment, Prisker, if we may, around that fear of, you know, that, that we all have. 
you know, about not being enough, not being good enough, not belonging, not feel wanted, included. Call it what you will. Let's park that for a moment. Baz, I want to come back to what you said around don't fight it, you know, don't fight against fear. And I love yeah. this because it's something that I, I massively advocate within my own uh, approach. Don't mm -hmm. fight against fear. Fight for love instead. In yeah. fact, don't even fight for love. Let love appear. And because yeah. you don't have to fight for it, it's already there. Yeah. Yeah, that's so incredibly true. Um, and it's really, it's really about surrendering. And this, of course, is a very uh, feminine trait. And I, I understand and I also know that lots of guys have difficulties with it. Well, but also it's women. really also women. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really this surrendering and trusting in the fact that life always supports you in every situation. Life always gives you the things that you need or to learn or to open up or to let love happen. Um, and it's really about seeing these things. And I think you, you added a very beautiful thing to it, Paul. It's, it's not even fighting for, it's just allowing it to happen, allowing it to appear. And once you can open yourself to let it in, then truly the magic happens mm. and, 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 and the fear without suppressing or bypassing it is able to just melt into love. I know this sounds maybe cheesy, but it's really about that, letting the fear melt into the love and become one beautiful energy or mm. entity mm. or emotion or whatever you want to call it. Mm. It's it's not cheesy though, Baz. Because if 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 I can just be allowed to sort of um, separate the couple for a moment, so to speak, yeah. um, Baz. One of the things that I really find strong around your messages and, and your beautiful posts is this. You know, and we've used the terminology before. I mean, there's many different sort of ter terminologies on this, whether it's the divine masculine, the alpha male. You know, whatever whatever we call it. But it's mm. for a guy. Uh, and yes, I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate again and I'm stereotyping again and we know I shouldn't do and all that kind of thing. But call it host privilege. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I might be abusing my privilege a little bit, but I'm actually enjoying it. <laughs> so but within that kind of um, alpha male, that divine masculine, you're quite right. There's that whole conditioning, what I term big boys don't cry. And I find it so refreshing that actually there is a shift, isn't there? of do you know what it's okay it's healthy because first and foremost whether we're you know whatever we are masculine or feminine male or female is actually secondary to being a human being first and foremost and oh. with that comes a whole bag of rich challenges if we can be uh, if we can term it that way that go with it and so that release of, of emotion it's i mean it's healthy whether you know you're a guy you're a girl or or whatever. I mean, it's so, and I think, you know, it's incumbent upon, dare I say, Baz, guys like us. I mean, how's that for a general statement? But to go out there and say, do you know what, guys, it, it is okay. And as you say, Prisca, girls as well. But I think there is this whole conditioning, isn't there, particularly around guys? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's very true. Um, and I have been brought up by, for example, I've been brought up by, by uh, a feminist who really was pro-man showing their emotions and, and, and um, man being more connected to their feelings. 
And even I had a hard time growing up. Even I had to overcome things there and 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 really uh, battle through blockages and stereotypes yeah. to become a guy that is very much in sync with being emotional as well. And it was not like a finger snip and poof, I was there. It really, it really uh, needed some hard labor to get there. Um, so it's really in our in our DNA, in 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 the way we we have been brought up. Um, and again, only upbringing doesn't even erase it. it. It's I really think it's stored in 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 our systems, yeah. in our energy. Yeah. Yeah. Priska, any thoughts from you as we start to? Um, I think we've barely scratched the surface with these guys, but we've certainly mm -hmm. laid a very very. Um, solid foundation but before i ask you both kind of one concluding question priska any any thoughts from you on this kind of uh, what i've called the individual thread obviously i singled baz out there um any thoughts from your your perspective about about the masculine uh, stereotypes is that what you were asking sorry yeah yeah that particular thread that we've just kind of um, we've just gone yeah. down yeah well 100% i i fully believe that we that like all trauma or whatever is inheritable and that it's really literally like in your dna actually they found that out um recently that these things really literally sit in our bodies not just in our collective mind but really in our bodies so i fully it's absolutely 100 percent true but what i also see in nowadays society because women are so much called to be so independent and you know it's like a batch of honor if you're super independent you don't rely on anyone like there's so much masculine energy also within our women. I see it in myself, you know, like I, I was single for a very long time in my life and I needed to be, you know, everything for myself. So it's very hard for many women to, to open up to this surrendering as well. So this is why I mentioned it also when Boss was talking, because I just see it. It's, it's a real problem in sense of also the whole polarity system that we're living in, you know, masculine and feminine. Of course, we all have them within. Um, but it can cause some troubles in our relationships if we're not aware of it. And if we're living, if, if uh, it can get some kind of struggles, if both want to live the masculine, you know, or if nobody can surrender to the feminine and many women want the masculine to be the masculine and, uh, but they themselves are in so much, um, masculine energy that they, that the men automatically go into the feminine part, you know, so there's so much mix up and we just it's another topic we can talk about that for hours as well so but this is like a real thing right now in our nowadays societies that we see in many of our clients and um people we talk to that there's just a yeah it's it's not clear anymore it's not clear anymore yeah, yeah. so back on to to uh, bring things to uh bring the this particular dance guys to a uh, to start to uh, step off the floor so to speak Let's go right back to the very top. How to not kill your spouse when being with them twenty four seven. So what's you know what's the is there one real big massive golden nugget more than any or is it a combination of little things? You know, j just give us that uh, that kind of finale, guys. Guys, leave us with that message about you know how we do that. Yeah, well, the important thing I think we already said, and that's really become curious about the actual feeling both from yourself and from your partner because if there is annoyment if there is anger if there is irritation it's always a secondary emotion and we really have to try to look on to what's underneath there because that's the actual source of the pain of the anger 
So it's really about being curious and also tickle the curiosity in your partner so that you can communicate about it and really get to know each other on a deeper level and, mm. and really grow together. And next to that, we, we haven't talked about it at all, but I'm going to throw it in very shortly now. It's very important to also create the love bubble moments. I think we talked about it in the first um, uh, podcast that we had with you, especially in this time when you are sitting in each other's uh, 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 face, actually. It's so important to really carve out time to do things or together or together with your children if, if, if you have them um, and really do things that are not about homeschooling, not about work, not about, oh shit, we sit in, 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 in isolation now and what should we do and we cannot get groceries. It's really about creating these moments where you can joy, where you can celebrate the joy and the magic and focus mm. on the love and not the fear. Yeah. Plus also what I would throw in the mix, it's okay to also take still time out for yourself, you know, like regular times to really connect with source, with yourself. It's just so strengthening also for your relationships. Just get straight with yourself again. Oh, okay. That's where I am. That's what I'm actually feeling. And having a good cry, if you have to, you know, really letting these, all these emotions flow, not holding back, just being really authentic with yourself. And when you bring this to your relationship, so much of the of the trigger part is already dissolved. Yeah. So, so if you have doors in the house, start using them. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, yeah. it's been a breath of fresh air. I love your stuff. I love the content you share. More than anything, I love the rawness. And I'm going to use a word that uh, I'm very uh, cautious about using because I feel that it's overused and it's lost its impact. But that word is authenticity. You know, the fact that you come on here and you actually share that you had a major fight last week or, you know, and, and, you, and you kind of, you know, for the benefit of others, you're prepared to share that. Now that takes courage, that takes compassion. And, and for that alone, and I personally honour you two guys, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so thank very, you very much. much. Thank you really, so much. Yeah. It's really an honor talking to you. And um, so there we have it, um, listeners. So just before you go, guys, just reinforce for us, if you will, how people can reach out to you, find out more about you, contact you. What, what's your main contact details? Uh, we have a website. It's called thelovealchemists.com. And there actually you can find everything. We also have a Facebook group called the Soulmate Society. And if you look that up, uh, you can apply. And, and there uh, you can also find us. And on our personal Facebook pages, we, we yeah. also post lots of stuff. We're super active on Facebook. And yeah. we have a great community and where we have regularly, uh, every Monday, we have the love Monday Love Bump. So we're supporting um, women in a relationship and singles. And um, yeah, it's an amazing community and we'd love to have you there. Mm, superb. Thank you very much, guys. Thank, Thank you very you much. much indeed. So listeners, there we have it. And at this point, um, I sign off, as you know, normally by saying, no matter what you do in life, always walk your path with heart. And I suppose I've just signed off again. But just to say that uh, that's the last time I will sign off with that particular um, that particular insight. So uh, on the next episode, um, just keep your ears peeled for a different approach because, uh, you know, I think it's fair to say that uh, as we walk through life, um, 
you know walking our path with heart things do change and the next podcast episode will certainly reflect a big change so uh, i leave you with that thought hearts helping everyone achieve results towards success